This call is being recorded. You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Good evening. Uh, Cleveland Browns, 21-7 victors over the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday Night Football. A bunch of within the game to get to, and there's what we'll put together of the melee at the end. Jeff Lloyd, Browns Maven through SI.com's Pete Smith, your local experts on the biggest stories for your daily delivery of all things to all count. It's a little bit of a wild one. I mean, it was a, most for the most part a quiet game, a little stuff early. Pete, let's get going here. Um, I guess we'll start defensive side of the ball. Pittsburgh didn't do much of anything all day. Joe Schobert, wink, wink. Uh-huh. Great day. Morgan Burnett looked like a goddamn Hall of Famer for the first part. Let's get rolling. Well, I mean, it was Joe Schobert, uh, his his game, really. I mean, he had, like, 10 solo tackles. He had a sack. He had a couple big tackles for loss. Um, I mean, he did everything. And, uh, you know, they, they featured him on, on building the Browns this week, too. So, I mean, it seemed to, like, all work and help him. So, uh, he obviously keyed them for the win. Um, you know, I'm hoping that's going to help him get his contract extension done. But, you know, it's hard to I, – I, I, that's I mean, that's that may get lost in this whole thing, given what happened at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, crazy ending. And look, I mean, Miles Garrett, again, another game where he you know, brought a consistent pressure. Uh, defensively, they did a bunch of good things. And and Pete, this is something we had talked about where it was – you had a whole bunch of safeties, but you really weren't sure what any of them were. Uh, the Browns ended up with three guys getting ejected. Um, you ended up with Burris and Redwine. Uh, and look, at that point, for the most part of it, it was over, but – uh, you know, no Connor. They took out <laughs> Juju, uh, Deontay Johnson. It, I will never condone this type of play, but it seems, Pete, like they went out here with a little bit of a, hey, we're going to put a hat on a hat and let everybody know that we're not done here yet. We're not done fighting. We're still here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Look, I mean, you, you get in a situation where freaking, uh, you know, the Browns are teeing off on on Rudolph at the end. The game's over. He's thrown four interceptions. Uh, Miles is, has been close to a sack all day. He gets him to the ground. And, you know, you've got uh, what, what to me appeared to be Mason Rudolph kicking and then trying to either grab his helmet or choke him, one of the two. I'm assuming something was said because all of a sudden you get Miles Garrett. Who is the most mild-mannered dude going. He took a sucker punch, taking a selfie with a fan in his car. What exactly happened that Miles Garrett lost his shit? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard to understand, you know, what, what – what uh what's going on with this um but then you know he gets up bakers or mayfield's got i'm sorry 
Garrett has the uh, helmet in his hand. You've got David DeCastro charging over, and then Mason Rudolph charges Garrett without the helmet on for for reasons I can't explain. Uh, and then and that's where where Garrett just you know it, it's just it can't happen. He swings the helmet at freaking uh, Rudolph, and you know at that point you have DeCastro. And Marquis Pouncey, the catcher basically holds him down, and then Marquis Pouncey just goes to punching and kicking him before this thing gets sorted out. I don't even know what Larry Ogunjobi did get ejected. I didn't see that, but you know they 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 he gave, break it he up. He gave Rudolph a shot in the back. You know he it was nothing excessive. It was nothing really violent, but it was just like hey, I, I, it was more of a I see what you're doing here. You're instigating, but you know you push down in you know a guy who was not wearing a helmet at the time. That whole thing just absolutely turned into a shit show. Right. And, you know, you go from, you know, a, a, a win to hopefully keep your seasons alive to, you know, now you're waiting to find out what, what this comes down to. It's something significant, regardless of the Steelers get also get punished. Um, and the result here is that the, the Browns may – ultimately uh lose any chance of making the playoffs out of this that i mean that may be the the end of this uh, he's a phenomenal player and you know this that may be the end of their season effectively it, it's that part of it is insane and who knows how it's going to work out and look for right now it ain't pretty you can't be swinging a helmet at people and mason rudolph you know you may be dumb for what you did but you know you may have created this issue for Cleveland at just the end there. And look, a lot of this has to do Pete with the animosity between these franchises and Cleveland forever being the little brother here. And, you know, you had your chance to feel good. And normally teams just say, we'll sit on it. We'll take our L and we'll go home. It didn't work out like that. Yeah. I mean, again, you, you have every opportunity to, you know, really, I mean, you're, you're, you are now 2-0 in the division. You have, you know, a little bit of momentum going. You win two, two games in a row. You have a, a week and a half to prepare the Dol- for the Dolphins before playing the Steelers again. Maybe you get some guys healthy. Maybe you get Njoku back. Uh, and none of that seems to matter at the moment. And that's that's the what, what makes this very unfortunate. Because uh, with the Browns, normally in the way the league works, it's, you know, we don't normally expect to get the – Benefit of the doubt, not that maybe that even applies here, but, you know, normally this stuff comes back and comes back against them. It just sucks for the way that they played today. Uh, Denzel Ward, Morgan Burnett, Joe Thomas. Pete, there were a lot of bright spots today, and this is some of the stuff we have to focus on because, look, we can't talk about this other stuff. We have no idea, and obviously it'll be a day or two before we know, but obviously, Joe, fantastic day. Um, Ward with a big, you know, obviously PBU that led to Burnett's. Burnett looked phenomenal for the, about the first, well, I guess it was what, you, you, almost two quarters. And it's a sad injury to see, especially with him at his age. But the defense was humming today. And this is kind of stuff we talked about on the pregame was, you know, and this is what aggravated me with the first pass interference on Ward was, let's not go man. Who's Mason Rudolph? Make Mason Rudolph beat you. 
And he showed he wasn't capable of it. I haven't seen some of the tweets. Uh, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, I mean. Miles Garrett's 30 now. Is that what we're hearing? <laughs> no. Uh, quote uh, from Ian Rappaport. Uh, that Miles is still angry in the locker room. He's telling teammates that MAGA cracker tried to pull my helmet off first. Kareem Hunt then went to Garrett and told him, you can't go around hitting people. All right. Sure. Full circle, baby. Um, Yeah. It's just awful. Um, I'm sorry. What was your question? (laughs) The defense, the way they played, it was an inspired effort. And the first pass interference on Denzel Ward, it should have never been that case. Keep Mason, keep Mason Rudolph in the pocket. Who's he? To, he's proving nothing to this point. Make him beat you with his arm. Right. Uh, look, they, the Browns had a plan of attack. They were going to try as best they could to force uh, uh, Rudolph to, to make – more passes to extend drives longer because they figured eventually he'd make a mistake. Um, that largely worked out. Obviously, when James Conner went down with the shoulder, you know, they were really limited. They, they did run the ball with, to some effect, but they were largely a one-dimensional offense. And that is sort of where this thing went, uh, is that, you know, and, and that's the other part is, you know, the, the Steelers suddenly lost all their receivers. Um, you know, they lost uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, they lost um, uh, Deontay Johnson, lost somebody else. Uh, throughout that, the one was a, a really ugly hit from Demarius Randall, which it got him ejected. Uh, he's going to get something. I don't. I mean, I think it'll just be a substantial fine, uh, but it's one more issue they have to deal with. Uh, but, you know, they kept trying to, especially targeting uh, Greedy Williams, who was not very good. Uh, in this game, uh, he's been the target the last couple weeks, um, and and he was largely hanging out for dear life. Ultimately, the Browns were able to generate enough pressure uh, to force Rudolph into some quick throws, uh, and you know they they ultimately caused turnovers. You know, obviously, the the defense had to be good uh, and and effective because the Browns, you know, they they would not finished this game off they were up uh they had to, they you know they were up 14-0 for so long they had total control and they couldn't put them away and then the Steelers make it a one score game and they have to put themselves into a situation where they close it up because they just wouldn't kill this team uh first I mean they just wouldn't and you know it, it took you know to the to the fourth quarter to finally seal it where they get that last touchdown in uh, to to make it happen. So, the, you know, the defense is going to get criticized for certain things, like, you know, they gave up a lot of passing yards they probably shouldn't have. Um, but overall, the, the plan was sound. They were able to sort of execute ultimately and, and just sort of basically constrict around Mason Rudolph by the by the end of the game and and ultimately win. And, and the thing that makes this Miles Garrett thing so unfortunate and just awful, I mean, there's no defending what he did, is the fact that he was dominant the entire game. He just absolutely yep. murdered Alejandro Villanueva the entire game. And, and even got a couple of penalty calls, which we're not used to expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, yeah, they got a couple holding. It's, look, I mean, 
we'll continue to do this. Obviously, there's going to be no resolution to what's you know happened, or and hopefully, cross your fingers, everybody. It's one game where maybe it's not going to matter for Miami, but all the do, all the good you put in here for the last five days could be an issue now. Um, we'll switch to the offensive side of the ball here. Some good there. Obviously, defensive side of the ball. Some good there, some bad, and obviously some extremely freaking ugly. Uh, MyBookie.ag. Thanksgiving is not far around the corner. Um, great day to bet some games. Whether you want to bet one, whether you want to bet two, whether you want to bet three, use the parlay part of MyBookie.ag. Adjust the spreads of each game. Bet all three. Eat like a king. Wager a little money on some football. Use mybookie.ag, whether it's college basketball, whether it's college football, whether it's NFL football, fantasy, over-unders, all of it, mybookie.ag, the best spreads, uh, the best spreads and lines going in the business. Check it out. They will match your initial deposit up to 50%. You want to put down a I'm sorry, up to $1,000. You want to put down a grand. They're going to give you a grand. Go ahead. Check it out. Use the promo code locked on. All caps, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, no space, mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Pete, we're going to flip it over to the offensive side of the ball. And early and often, they were humming. Um, You you found a way to get Odell involved early. The running game, it was more of a, you know, continued effort. Um, Carlson. Carlson, seriously, the fourth tight end who, you know, if it maybe wasn't for, and we'll save this maybe when we record on Saturday, the former number 11, Carlson may have been a part of this game tonight, but a miraculous catch. Uh, Hodge, this was the bright spot of tonight's game, obviously, for the bright spot was it was Baker, and I don't care who you are. If you're open, guess what, kid? Open your eyes. The ball's coming to you. It was a tale of, you know, getting some really nice possessions and then mixing a bunch, bunch of crap football in the middle. I mean, they have been so good on first drives. And, and getting to capitalize on those. And then they'll, you know, again, they got another quick score here. Um, and then, you know, they, they, they did nothing for the better part of a half, basically the second quarter and, uh, and the third quarter were just awful. So, and they had the two missed field goals and all that, but there were just a lot of possessions that just felt like they were nothing. So it uh, it be, it becomes you know a situation again they they refused to close the game out they had opportunities and they and they didn't and uh, again it, it was they had you know this was a situation where they 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 never got really they they never really were able to establish the run at all the Steelers defended it for the most part and then. And then they they would try to pass it, and like the 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 longer it went, it it got worse. I mean, they like they got 
further discombobulated, particularly the passing game. Like you had that last thing where it, I don't know if it was a signal cross or what, where you have uh, you have Odell Beckham run an out route and, and Baker throws like a corner. Yep. But there were just a lot of things where it was just wonky. Uh, and and the pass rush became a problem. I, I think if if the Browns had a half second longer on the one deep corner throw they made to uh, uh, to Beckham, where he he couldn't track it because yep. the, the pressure got to Baker so fast, he had to throw it. Like I think again, a good uh, you don't th- you had to throw that ball earlier than you wanted to due to the pressure, and he couldn't adjust to it quickly. Rhythm wasn't there late as far as the pass rush, and, and that is part of it. Um, Nick Chubb still ended up with you know a, a nice effort. Uh, Pete Kareem Hunt is just more and more. It's it, you have a guy. The first reception where you know the D back's head was turned, similar to the Carson one, but it, it, there's more and more being put into this, and. It, I'm sorry, because it, it hurts because you know the way this game ended and what could possibly happen, but more and more playmakers being brought into the fold, Pete, which is fantastic. Um, You don't want, hopefully, the stain of this game to carry over that much. But it was, you know, and, and whether it was Carlson, whether it was Hunt, and whether it was Hodge, with, you know, obviously 11 being out of the building here now, and, you know, Higgins wasn't really involved, but it's, there's a lot here, but this just goes to show you that six six is right. It's now been four games. He's right. Yeah. Uh, again, you just don't I, know. You're both, I mean, it was last week we talked about this, and it was like there was some pause and hesitation, but you know, whatever happened here at the end of this game, that's what causes this pause and hesitation now, guys. But go ahead, Pete. Yeah, it's just uh, you know you, you again. It should be you should be celebrating. You should be excited about getting your second win in a row. Your opportunity to really get this thing on track, and and now you're in this situation where the entire thing is on its head because you know <laughs> I mean it, it just it, it it would be bad enough it was uh, if it was on a Sunday like a one o'clock game, but this is a nationally che- televised game. Yep. That everybody's looking at, and you have this go down. So it's going to be, and it's and it's on its own. It's not even like a Sunday night game or a Monday night game. It is on its own. So you've got basically two days of this to, to you know, to be nothing but the story. So you know, the, more than likely, the NFL is going to go more harshly on it. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm not defending any of this. Uh, but you know, if you're looking at this purely from a where where does this sort of land on the Browns? It's it could be worse by virtue of just how, you know, how public this was. Uh, <clears throat> it's one of the most historic rivalries in the in all the NFL, and for it was just a game where, like, you kind of understand, you know, you kind of understood Pittsburgh was undermanned at the quarterback position then lost a bunch of guys during the game and were undermanned. And it goes this route. It's It sucks from every aspect, and it's truly fingers crossed here. And 
it just it's rough. It really is because all the promise that may have been done here does lead to some issues. Pete Odell, the touchdown Jarvis, which is such a beautiful play call. That was probably the one, probably similar to exactly whatever the play call was for Ricky Seals Jones for the touchdown against Baltimore. You always love when it everything is going to one side and you leak that guy on out. The play calling, and there was the one to hunt where it was the, you know, took him out of the wing and flipped him the ball. Offensively, a lot of it good is coming back here. It's it's seeing familiarity with what we kind of fell in love with over the last five, six weeks of 18. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 it's another game where you had some guys step up uh, in small roles. They weren't like big things. Obviously, Carlson was one play. Uh, Kadero Hodge was two plays. I mean, he had the, he had the nice gain for the 41 yards, and then he had another play in the end zone where he drew the drew P. penalty. I. Off a hit, uh, yeah. But I mean, they 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 were important, uh, and they they made they made uh, so you know they made things happen. But obviously, you know the big the bigger plays were the Odell thing where he sets up the outside uh, and goes inside and just completely leaves Stephen Nelson uh, grasping at it and chasing it down from the back end, which we um, had about nine months ago. But go ahead. And uh, yeah, and and they, they, they make that play. And again, this was the stuff they had on script, and it looked great. And they they go right down the field and they score. Uh, and then you're just sort of wondering where did that stuff go? Like it's just, you know, it, it, that's what makes this frustrating. Is is at times it looks so easy, and then you're like sitting here going, well, it, it, it's an absolute slog. You are better than this team. You can't put it away. And that was a frustrating part because obviously it was 14 nothing midway through the second and with the drive before the half, get me something. And it was the missed field goal. And I'm just going to assume that that is Pete. Look, you've been around this a lot longer than me. Should you not even freaking bother once it gets passed around like Columbus Day? Unless it's like a 20, unless it's like a 35-yarder. Just don't even kick a field goal in that direction. I mean, I don't, you know, there there are certain stadiums, the Steelers and the Browns, that can be problematic. But, I mean, these are things you sort of have to figure out. And, like, uh, I I don't have a problem with going for either of those kicks. I mean, he's been 16 of 16. Those are the first two. No, I agree. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky. I mean, this is the climate you, you work with, and there were some wins and all these other things. And you've got to sort of figure this th- this out and and learn from the mistakes and those types of deals, which hopefully happens. Uh, but obviously, you know, when you miss those type of field goals, it sets up the opponent with good field position. Ultimately, those particular plays didn't end up costing them, uh, but there will be games where that does. Uh, but it's tough because you end up in no man's land, and obviously the Browns have gone for it in the past and they did some punts. Uh, in spots where they may 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 otherwise not want to, um, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, where where that goes from here. Um, bottom line is is you know you have a rookie punter, you have a rookie kicker. These guys, these guys are getting it done. Pete, the special teams as a whole are getting it done. Um, well, there's Thomas returning kicks, and now you have Thomas and Hodge. You sat Jackson today, who is another good special teamer. You know, Prefer, as much as, you know, the 
legacy before him, which brought him here. They've done a fantastic job. It's 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 great to see it because it's light. It's not even it's not even light years. It's like light years times light years better than what I've seen for the last two years as far as special teams play here. With you know this Browns organization, you have guys with skill, and now because the roster's better, they're predominantly special teamers. Just fantastic job on that part. Pete's going to hit you with a little bit from the folks from Blue Chew. We'll give a little bit more here. And as much as I want to be excited, and I know Pete does too, it, it's it, it's a tough spot because there could be some bad news coming, which could lead to Blue Chew, Pete. Well, I mean, it sounds like Miles Garrett's going to have some time in his hands, so he may, may be interested. So with that in mind, uh, you know, coming off the victory, uh, check out the folks at Blue Chew. Blue likes the color blue. Uh, blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as, as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises, like potentially four games. Uh, they'll take care of you in terms of uh, making it easy to get a prescription, discreet shipping, uh, plug in the locked-on uh, code to get them to help you out uh, and uh, do yourself a favor and, and make the spouse happy so she can make you happy since the Browns may not be in the near future. Uh, to the folks over at Blue Chew, we appreciate you. We appreciate the sponsorship over here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. Pete, if we're going to start handing out some game game balls but some superlatives i thought baker morgan burnett joe schobert who else here caught peace miss eye today um it's a good question uh again he got ejected larry okanjobi was effective he did some nice things uh justin burris Continues to be nice when he's on the field for the few times he is, but which is obviously going to be a lot more uh, now because the Browns are out of dudes. Um, Denzel Ward was inconsistent, but I, think, I thought overall he played well. Um, Chad Thomas obviously had a really nice play on the sack, uh, went th- set up the outside to, to go back inside, was able to cross the dude up. Um, he's got to stop going good. high, though. And we talked about this after the week one preseason game against Washington. You're six foot five and change. You got to go low. Most quarterbacks aren't your height. Right. Uh, and then I thought Mac Wilson does a nice job in coverage. Uh, he's still a struggle in the running game. He gets exposed there. Um, you know, offensively, I mean, Nick Chubb had a very yeoman's like effort. Uh, I thought, you know, Kareem Hunt is fine. I think I think some of his contributions are a little bit overplayed, um, but you know it's 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 a fun dynamic to have in there. Uh, I thought the Browns did a, a nice job on a few things, like creating some some numbers advantages and out leveraging the Steelers on some sweet stuff that was able to produce some yardage. Uh, yeah, I mean B- Baker Mayfield was very good in spots and looked sort of. Not bad, just sort of out of whack on other spots. It was just frustrating you couldn't uh, carry that over. And, Pete, one thing for me, though, is one one name we had talked about, and we had talked about in the pregame show, and a guy we had loved a year and a half ago, 
Did you hear Minka Fitzpatrick's name called at all tonight? No, they did a good job of taking him out of the game, and particularly on that play to Beckham early. They cleared out the middle of the field yep. to get that seam. But yeah, I Minka mean, stepped the up. Browns, yep. The Browns didn't turn over the ball. Um, and, and that was a big part of it. Like, as much as they struggled to move the ball at times, it was frustrating in that respect. Again, no turnovers for the for the, the third week in a row. And not surprisingly, two of those, you know, at least two of those games were wins. Um, they won the turnover battle by a huge margin. And the Steelers, who have been basically averaging three turnovers a game, got to zero. And that, you know, that's how you end up with a 14-point win. It should have been bigger than that. Without the fisticuffs or potential suspensions or even maybe arrests, uh, Nick Chubb, congratulations on the 1,000-yard season. Uh, it's going to be close to maybe 25 and change here after two years. Take your bow, Pete. You deserve it on that, ass, that front. Um, we won't get into this here, but, I mean, everybody knows with Pete and obviously the Street Sparrow program tomorrow night, Pete – we're not going to go game plan, none of that stuff. Weather, are you guys at least going to be able to play in a decent weather environment tomorrow night? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be cold. I mean, I, you know, but other than that, I don't, you know, it's not supposed to be anything other than that. It, you know, the field's going to be cleaned off, I assume. Uh, there's going to be... Uh, you know, 11 people on the field for each team, and we're going to get after it. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to change what they do based on the weather. I mean, cold is fine. I mean, the ball may not travel as far on some kicks and some like stuff like that, but I think overall it's just going to be, you know, two teams that stylistically are similar in that way anyway. They want to, you know, run, run the football. Um, it's just a matter of who's going to be able to sort of hold up and, and take advantage and, and, and win the battle of physicality. So we'll put it this way. So this game may be over in an hour and a half. Good chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not, you know, I, we've played some teams that, you know, throw the ball a ton and, and have uh, a ton of incompletions that stop clock. And that's, you know, that's what they do. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't expect that too much in this one. Uh, so here's where we are at. Um, obviously, this has been your post-game lockdown, Browns. Uh, we'll get you something up tomorrow. Pete and I can come back on Saturday. Um, hope maybe we know the aftermath of what's going on here. We'll get a little bit more to Antonio Callaway. Pete, I'm thinking maybe we'll try to poke a little bit of a at the 2018 redraft of the NFL draft. That type of stuff. But uh, Pete and his little team over there, um, I don't, I'm not demeaning it, but building a little team. Over at Browns Maven, SI.com. Check all of that out. These guys are putting it out each day, day in, day out. Pete himself, at underscore, Pete Smith, underscore. Uh, the show itself, at Lockdown Browns, all lowercase. Follow back account. DMs are always open. Me personally, at Jeff, underscore, LJ, underscore, Lloyd. DMs are open. Enjoy the win. Let's feel great about this. And it's two wins in a couple of days here. And everything's trending, hopefully, like we thought, towards this easier second-half schedule. 
sit back, clutch mama's pearls, cross your fingers, crucifix, whatever it may be, because there could be some significant repercussions coming, which suck. It absolutely does. And when a guy like Miles, Pete, a guy like Miles to lose it, that's one you never saw coming. No, and that's, you know, you know, there's no, again, there's no defending what went on here. Uh, but what would be helpful, at least, would be understanding how, you know, how and why it got to this point, because that seems to be its own problem, whether it's, uh, you, you know, whether it was, you know, whether it was instigated or whatever. I mean, look, the game is built on being aggre- aggressive, but obviously there's a line and, and it was crossed uh, and you can't do that. So that's what's going to have to happen. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be heavy, heavy penalties for this and it should be. It sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't, you know, there's no backdooring out of this, but everybody look, enjoy the moment for the time being. And it's Miami. And then there's easier teams. Uh, you can maybe weather it, but all of it from right now, you know, that's rough. Um, with that, we're going to put a close to this. Um, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, your Locked On Browns postgame show. Look, you, you got it here. Four and six. Either way, you were still alive. You were still contending. Keep fighting with it. Keep playing each down. Play in, play out. Game in, game out. With that, everybody, appreciate the support. Appreciate you all being along for the ride. For Jeff Lloyd. For Pete Smith. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.